RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, everybody. What's up? This is Tara Devlin. And we're doing a special weekday special. Thank you for allowing me to do it. I guess you're not allowing me. I guess I'm doing it. Oh, geez. All right, I'm just checking the, the feed, making sure everything is going out. It looks like it is all right. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a one-off. If I, if I have the time, I'm trying to do these more often as a thank you for the patrons, for, for everybody's support, and also to perhaps attract more viewers and listeners. So, hey, hello, Hi-Fi guy. I see you there. I don't like to do the show at the same time that Bob Kincaid is on or Mike Malloy, but it is unavoidable at this point. So it's good to just do it, and if you're... Then you can listen on the podcast. That's all I can say if you don't want to miss Mike live or or Bob. I just it is the it is what it is because of my schedule at the moment. I can't do it any other time, really. So, and I've made a commitment to creating more content, and that's why I ask people to become patrons so we can create more content, liberal content. That's what we need. This that's what's going to make the difference in whether we remain a fascist nation or we actualize the dreams of our founding documents. I, I truly believe that. And I know you guys believe it too. Because it's the truth. It's not about belief. It's not like the sky spook or whatever that Donald Trump believes or not that he has any core belief. His, his belief is as much in greed he's i i do i do believe he's just a malignant narcissist so i guess he's a bad example but certain people who believe uh you know that the earth was created six thousand years ago and that's just their belief and this is not a belief what i'm believing what i'm telling you we believe that the we need a liberal media. We need an independent liberal media to, actual, to help actualize the dreams in our founding documents. All the promises, not just dreams. What's a dream? Right? That I'm naked and I'm falling and my teeth are flying out of my skull? That could be a dream. That's my, my, that's my regular dream. I'm talking about the, the, the promises that were laid out in the founding documents that the, that the founders themselves weren't capable of, of actualizing because they were in denial. They were products of their time. I mean, what are you going to do? We're all products of our time. Sometimes I wonder what blind spots I have in the, in the future that will be revealed who knows? I'm sure that they, I mean, but hey, now I'm, let me, th I'm thinking out loud. So the fact is many of the founders had moral qualms against holding slaves and yet still held slaves. So, but they saw no, I, I guess they didn't see themselves as, as utter hi hypocrites like Patrick Henry, who, who famously exclaimed, give me liberty or give me death was a slaveholder. So, what I guess he looked himself in the mirror and didn't didn't think he was 
a complete unabashed hypocrite, but be, because they really meant all men. When they said all men are created equal, that's what they, all white men, not women, not people of color or different races, all white men and landowners. So landowning men. So, well, fuck them. How's that? We'll put a, put a, just put an end to that debate. We are, we will have a seat at the table, all of us. We will have a functioning democracy that works for all. This is an opportunity. If we don't turn the reign of Twitler into an opportunity, we're going to, it's, as I always say, it's done. This thing is done. The grand experiment in liberal democracy is done. So we have this, we do have this one chance, not just to get it back so we can hand it to Joe Biden, who will do absolutely nothing, who doesn't, he, he doesn't believe it. He's not, he's not hoping change. He's the same. He's business as usual. The, he's relative sanity. This is what, uh, I guess that's what they're, they're selling. I hear it every day on Morning Joe. The, I hear the... You know, people thinking or whatever. I'm not here. I don't actually. I don't hear any average people talking that uh, about Joe Biden. I only hear the pundits talking about it on the corporate media. How we are, how we are, all of us, me, you, all of us who the the huddled masses. How we're all longing for Joe Biden because we want a return to normalcy, and we don't want. The uh, I guess this is the the other line they is the Republican line that we don't want them to st take health care as Medicare for all it, translated through the Republican corporate media filter that that the corporate media is funded by these big for-profit health insurance rackets. Let's not forget that. So they're spewing the line that. Medicare for all, even though that means everybody in, nobody out, that will strip health care from millions of people because everybody is supposedly so in love with their private health insurance racket. They love getting those bills in the mail. They love getting the exclusions. They love when the doctor prescribes a medication they, and the insurance company says, no, I'm sorry, you can't have that one. They love that. They love having to get on the phone with the insurance company and fight. They love when they get that catastrophic diagnosis. They have to worry about, am I going to go bankrupt? How, who's going to set up my GoFundMe page? Because I'm not that good at the Internet or whatever, you know? I'm too busy at chemo. I'm too busy sick trying to live one day at a time to set up my GoFundMe page. But, but supposedly, we're all so in love with this racket. I don't know. I never heard a normal, average person talk like that. Only the elite who are spewing Republican talking points. But anyway, this is not what I wanted to talk about tonight because I talk about that a lot. It comes up a lot because I do think that the fact that we don't have universal health care on top of other things that we don't have in this country. like We don't have a strong social safety net. No one is lounging around in the social safety net hammock. That doesn't exist. Uh, and we don't have a we don't have a mindset where we invest in each other where where we understand that taxes pay for the you know the price of admission into a civilized society and we should be able to get more out of our taxes than just 
funneling money into Donald Trump's what latest racket. So it's the fact that we don't have universal health care is another sickness. And I do think that we need to address the, the Democratic Party. I just have something in my eye. Needs to address the the fact that it, they need to frame universal health care as a patriotic imperative. And we spoke about this last week, I believe, leaving no one behind. Uh, and, and I don't understand when, when the Morning Joe crew is, is whining about ha- – whining out their daily Republican talking point against Medicare for all. They, they neglect the fact that we have millions of people without health, in- health insurance who, and thousands who die needlessly every year for lack of care. So I don't, I don't understand that. That's okay for us to have millions of people who have nothing, who have no health insurance. That's ridiculous. But, you know, supposedly they care so much about people who are going to lose their, there are less people that will, uh, on these supposed uh, Cadillac plans than there are who don't have health insurance. So you know what I'm saying, that their unions negotiated. And we, and we learned recently with, G, with uh, General Motors stripping health care f- from their striking workers that this is something we should take away from the corporate greed. We take this cudgel away from these ghouls. So, I mean, really, how does a, a company do that? They not, not only are they not paying their, their workers, not sharing in the wealth that their labor makes possible, they're turning around and putting these families in really bad pos- positions. Who knows what's going on in everyone's family, right? There could be a, ch- a sick child or, or you yourself are sick with diabetes or something. You need regular care. But they don't give a shit. Drop dead. Why do for-profit corporations have this over us? This is nothing but neo-feudal corporate tyranny. All right, whatever. I didn't want to talk about this, but it goes I go on. I go on. It is a terror buster, as we know. Absolutely named terror buster. And I was looking forward to doing the show. I because of everything that's going on. Honestly. And the Republicans are disgusting. So every now and then we need to check in and be like, are you okay? How are you doing? I'm fine. Good. We'll keep it, keep it lit, as Mike Malloy says, and keep going. Because we, it's only just begun. The impeachment, thankfully, Nancy Pelosi got on the train. It's, um, I guess you can't say too late. I don't know. It's not too late. It's, or... She should have been leading the charge. This morning, I when I was watching Morning Joe, as I do, it's a dirty, filthy habit of mine. Uh, Miko Brzezinski was going on about how Nancy Pelosi was exhibiting such amazing leadership. I don't think this had anything to do with leadership. She couldn't help it. They her strategy was failing. The strategy of well, I think this is this was her strategy. She's trying to protect those those. Um, the House seats that were in Trump, Trump and Z districts. Okay. That when that was taken away, because the, the, the House, um, many of the representatives who were 
elected in the in the blue wave who are in these reddish or purple districts are on board with with impeaching and it's not about the fact that oh we just want to impeach him for the fact that he's him and we lost an election this is that's the republican line and besides the fact that we didn't lose okay let's remember that donald trump received fewer votes all right so let's not forget that he lost uh he lost the election and he's sitting in the catbird seat of power which is the story of his life born on third base thinking he had a triple bankrupt again and again no consequences this this asshole has never had to face the consequences of his actions he's he's it's he's worse than than uh, Gotti frankly the Teflon Don eventually though where, where did Gotti end up in jail so let's hope that this happens for this he follows a similar path but Nancy Pelosi her strategy for the last couple of years now has been to continue to pass legislation out of the House and showing the American people how much we're working for, for, for us, for the people. That, that was the name of their initiative called the For the People Agenda. And, okay, don't get me started again about how she was describing it. One of the for the people agenda list. One of the items on the for the people agenda uh, list was um, reduce reducing the the influence of dark money. Not not eliminating it, you know, because you can't go crazy like that. You can't get you can't go pie in the sky. You you just got to put a band aid on the bleeding artery and shut the dupes up. Shut up the shut those lefties up. Shut up the the people who actually want a real functioning government of by and for the people shut them up for now throw them a bone you know what i mean then we'll do a maybe we'll do an unemployment extension or something like that but so she was passing all not you know not with the help of the other democrats passing all the uh the for the people agenda some of the very decent items including a 15 dollar minimum wage that i remember were only uh was so pie in the sky just a couple of years ago. Remember Hillary was like, oh, this is just too pie in the sky when Bernie was proposing the $15 minimum wage. Now it's a standard. This is how, it do- how it's done. You see, regardless of whether Bernie wins the election or not or becomes the Democratic standard bearer in the, or, and, and is nominated for, as our nominee, as you know, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying, um, I believe... I had a vision one day. I was thinking, it just came to me. Just I had a couple of visions this week. One was Bernie Sanders is going to be remembered as a real American hero, regardless of whether he wins the election or not, or wins the nomination, because he will be remembered as a pivotal, instrumental politician of his, of his day, of this time, that was and I hope he'll be appreciated frankly he might I, I guess it all depends on how which which way the next election goes but the other vision I had was that when when Tri- when Twitler was at I almost called him Trump his name is Twitler as we know uh when Twitler was was speaking at the UN that that low energy Adderall I don't know what they did they he was definitely drugged 
perhaps he 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 mistook his uh, Adder his Adderall for Ambien or you know something like that. Something something was amiss there. I couldn't. I I mean, obviously, he was probably in a rage, and they were like, "Here, boss, calm down. Take this." And I mean, really, that that we have to endure the speech of a of a con man. This is the other thing I was like, but they, let me just get to the, my vision was the next time, not maybe hopefully Twitler will be impeached, but, and we'll get rid of Pence as well. well that would be nice. Then we'll have Nancy Pelosi as president, which is great, honestly, even though, you know, not, you know, my feelings about any Democrat, right. In a storm at this point, but except, I mean, We'll get into that. I was going to say, except Biden. <laughs> I would never, of course, I would vote for Biden. But honestly, he needs to step aside. And I'll play a video in a little bit. And hopefully you'll, you'll see the point. So, but the other vision was that the next time we elect a president, she will be greeted with thunderous applause and appreciation at the UN they'll it's it's going to be like the beatles arriving in in the, in america that's you know that's going to be the case and i i live in new york so everything is shut down and today they were closing the streets because twitler had to get to the un and there were protesters all over the streets so but i remember when obama was here and the same inconveniences existed, but people waited to, to cheer him. Everyone, I don't remember, I don't recall a single protest when Obama was in town. I mean, there could have been, but it was when his motorcade went by, there were people waving and cheering. Whereas with Twitler, it's fuck you. You know, I mean, I don't. I wasn't at the protest. I didn't see his car go by, but that that would have been me. I saw the Turkish delegation go by, and they were all hanging out of their out of the SUVs because somebody might attack the authoritarian. And so I was yelling, "Fuck you, authoritarians! You authoritarian pig!" You know, just got to tell them everywhere they go. Not that it means anything to them, but you, on some level, it's a way of exercising the right of public shame. There is a, there's something to say about being publicly shamed. Why should any, why should the, these, these authoritarian dictators who are the, are, are, who, you know, I mean, when I, all right, how do I, how do I put this? There, it's, we, we have one life to live and these mother effers are, telling others uh, who are under their control who, who the fuck are they to control people anyway that, that they're telling people what they can read what they can do disappearing people I, it's uh fuck you honestly so well anyway but that's uh that there you go that's trump's friend and but i this is why i believe too that where you know, I know that uh, Sarah Huckstery Sanders and all of the Republicans who have been confronted in restaurants—they're oh, they—they're so—they're uh, such fragile snowflakes. But that—that's—they are right as an American. 
if you're if you're implementing fascist policies, why should you be comfortable in the civilized uh, world? So you get to work all day on implementing your your fascism, on stripping children away from their parents, humanitarian disgraces to uh, I mean from 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 climate denial to humanitarian uh, assaults on our on our very souls, on decency, on democracy, and you get to sit there and have a nice French dinner in civilized, polite society? I don't think so. Honestly, I'm all about, because I know when, uh, when that happened, there were a few pundits that were saying, oh, it's not right. This country is so divided. Why we can't, we can't even be civilized anymore. Well, why don't, why don't you act like a civilized human being? Then we won't have to publicly shame you. So that's my opinion. And I do believe that there needs to be more public shaming. If you don't like what you're doing and saying, then don't do it and say. Then look in the mirror. It's like those donors to Donald to D- Twitlers campaign in Hollywood in 90210 in the zip code 90210 Beverly Hills who had to be bussed in from from secret locations because they didn't want anybody to know. Well, if you don't want somebody to know who you're donating to, then why aren't you looking at yourself? Take a look at what is wrong. What, what you know what I mean? If you don't, if you're not, a, if you're not proud of who you're donating to, you got to sneak in under the cover of darkness. Then you really need to take a look at yourself, what you're doing, what what you're a part of, and you know, be ashamed. Be ashamed. Well, if you have the capacity for shame, because I, it seems that shame is. Now, I mean, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem to supersede greed and self selfishness, self-serving. I mean, because they're all the all of these rich assholes are like, oh, I'm uh, I don't believe in policy A, B or C. or I don't believe in the praising Nazis or 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 ripping children away from their parents. But I'm uh, all about the tax cuts, which on top of. The, all, all of the offenses, like ripping children away from their parents, tax cuts for the 1% in a country that is already the, mo- the most unequal of all the OECD nations, that is the least upwardly mobile already, that is, is suffering from concentrated wealth, that, then that's also an offense. Just, oh, because you want it. You know, you need more. There's never enough for you. It doesn't matter who doesn't get to go to a doctor or who doesn't get to educated or what kind of society you're leaving in your wake because you're a selfish prick. So I think all of those that the that uh, you're uh, these rich assholes, um, they're clinging to their money like uh, like a hoarder. That's also a moral issue, but that needs to be addressed. It's not about punishing success either. Success, because you get to a point with a a bloated fortune, as Teddy Roosevelt called it, that 
you need to deal with that bloated fortune in a different way because they're not getting it by however, you know, uh, they're not putting in a hard day's work. There comes a point because of the corruption built into the system uh, in our tax code that it is, it's almost as if the system is conspiring to funnel more money into the pockets of the rich, which is disgusting. Yes. But anyway, so Nancy Pelosi wanted to, she, I think, um, wanted, she was passing all of these bills, the For the People agenda, as she called it, and I think her strategy was that that's going to get a lot of attention, and then the American people will understand that how much the Democrats are working for us, and they're they're gonna vote Twitler out, and that's how that's how she wanted it to go. And we won't be such a divided nation. I keep hearing how we're we're so divided. Well, then stop dividing us, Nancy Pelosi and the and the DLCers and the Republicans, of course. How how are they dividing us with all this? incremental bullshit that's how they divide us so without having the courage of their convictions is that's how they divide us what do you what do we believe in as democrats do we believe in leaving no one behind then let's talk about that what does that mean universal health care universal higher education it's the uh, the the estate tax, the taxes that Bernie and Elizabeth Warren want to put on the the wealthy after a certain amount of millions, which you know they'll be fine with fifty five million. I think Bernie came out with a with his proposal with which taxes the rich starting at thirty five million. I think they'll be able to muddle through with thirty five million. I don't know, and then they get taxed. Then it, sort of like it used to be in the past, the progressive tax rate, the, the, the marginal tax rate after a certain amount of money, like, like under that socialist Eisenhower, the bloated fortune was taxed at 90%. And I was, when I was at that fucking Minds event, they, so I, was, I was talking to someone, one of these conservatives. It was, it was very draining, that thing, because it was, const, it was just constant debating people who are not operating with a full set of facts. And they are clearly, um, you know, they all have the same stories. And as we were talking about last week, arguing by anecdote and such, for instance, so I said something about the estate tax, and I said that the, the, the Republican Party is deliberately rebuilding an aristocracy. That's exactly what they're doing there there it's almost as if they're still fighting the american revolution they never liked the american revolution i'm not talking about republicans by name i'm talking about conservatives conservatives have never liked the american revolution they were loyalists they wanted to be uh you know uh they wanted their lord their lord and master the king that's their natural sovereign lord and then you, you have the rich, the small middle class underneath that, and everyone else, the large pool of poor, working poor assholes to exploit who await their rewards in heaven. So, but one of the things that the, the Republicans did, and I don't hear, I don't really hear 
the Democrats talking about the estate tax, it's like they give. It's like they wash their hands, and the, I, except for Bernie and Elizabeth, right? So they they need to remind the American people that the estate tax is a patriotic tax that prevents an aristocracy from developing. And we're, we don't want an intergenerational aristocracy, despite what Republicans are trying to do. And you have, to, you have to speak to them in, their, in a language they understand. I'm talking about average Joe Republicans. And if you frame it as, patri as patriotism, as a patriotic imperative, then you have a better chance of getting through to them. But at, at, when I was at this Minds event, this guy w I was talking to, he was saying, I said something about the top marginal tax rate of 90%. He was like, oh, well, nobody paid that. No one paid that. Yeah, it's as, as if that mattered. Nobody paid that. That's why what, would, what they would do is reinvest in the uh, into the United States. So there were ways to get around paying the top marginal tax rate of 90%. But one of them was not sh offshoring your money in a Swiss bank account. It was you could get you you would get different advantages from um you know, reinvesting. So I don't understand what's so hard to understand. And and these Republicans are all like, oh, you're punishing success. They they have the same argument all the time. It's It never stops. Just like they're saying the same remedy is always a tax cut or a or ending regulation. That's that that's their right. That's it. That's the Republican Party in a nutshell. And they want more God, quote unquote. And it's not God. It's they want more control. But because they want to give the dumb dupes who something to look forward to, even if it's in heaven. It's don't you see what they're doing? They are rebuilding the society. The dark ages, that's what they're rebuilding. I have something in my mouth now. I got something in my eyes, my hair, it's my hair. So that's what they're doing. They are. We've seen the Republican, the end of the Republican story before we've we we it's, we've had a whole thousands of years of history well not thousands of years in the dark ages but that's you know what i'm saying thousands of years uh, of a system where the rich ruled and ran everything and everybody else knew their place but the dark ages so uh for instance you uh get as much education as you can afford so education is the providence of the rich. If you, if you fall on bad times, what do you do? You, there's no social safety net. You go to the church. You beg the church. That's, that, that's what the Republicans want. They, everything that they talk about, all their ideology, when you take it to its conclusion, you're in the dark ages again. Nothing public, no public library, no, not, uh, and you're nothing that uh, – we have no – no, um, you know, we're not, uh, there's no community. There's only the, your, your Lord. And I mean, it could be your corporate overlord, you, who gives you your benefits. And if you lose your, your, if you fall out with that Lord, you got to find another Lord to serve. Otherwise you're SOL. But that's what Republicans want to rebuild. And if you end up, if you're sick, you better hope 
that your family can rally around you because there is no social safety net. So maybe you know, you'll have to move in. Granny will move in with uh, <clears throat> with everyone and uh, you know go to the church. That's about it. So there you go. Anyway, but so that's what Nancy Nancy Pelosi wanted to think. She, I believe, she was her whole for the people agenda failed, frankly, because no, who, nobody knew about it. Nobody was talking about it. It wasn't getting press. It wasn't like every day they were like, "Well, the House passed a fifteen dollar minimum wage." Well, the House passed a bill shoring up protections for pre-existing conditions. Not none of that. It was always the latest tweet, and I guess that's the failure of the corporate media, too. But her agenda was, wasn't working, and the American people were sick of the weak-ass Democrats playing this political game when we have a clear criminal. A, the clearest and present danger to the grand experiment is, is on Twitter, is squatting in the White House, is stroking the swords of dictators. Every single day is another impeachable offense. So now they're saying, oh, well, okay, so we'll talk about the, what he did. It's, there's so many other things that Twitter has done. Let me, hold on. Impeach. Oh, I should have had this ready. Donald Trump. This is one thing that's good about the weekday show is that I... Oh, is, is Francis licking himself again? Francis. No, he's not licking his spot. He's just... Look at him in the back. Isn't he cute? Poor thing, right? In the cone. But one thing about the weekday special is that it's kind of loose and... I don't have to. I don't have to stick to the two hours, so it's going to be a little loosey goosey. So let me see. How many? How many impeachable Donald Trump offenses? Let's see. All right, Francis, just lay it down. Let's go on. Uh, on need to impeach, obstructing justice. Profiting from the presidency, collusion, advocating political violence and police violence, abuse of power. This is on the, on, uh, what's his name's website? Tom Steyer. Need to impeach. President Trump's decision to pardon Joe Arpaio amounted to an abuse of the pardon power. And that's just one of them. The, and to preemptively offer pardons for crimes not yet committed. Isn't that, a, isn't that enough? What about all of the, the emoluments, the, the Twitler family right, flying all over the globe, making deals, quote-unquote, offering visas? That was one of the things that, that Jared did. Jared's sister? Let me say Kushner... Oh, should, they were offering visas. I'm not sure what country that was. But they, caught, they were caught on tape offering visas to whatever. Like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll take care of it. Because that's why they get into government. Republicans don't get into... Oh, sorry for hitting the microphone. Republicans don't get into government for altruism. They're not in there to serve. They're there to serve themselves 
to grease the wheels of corruption for themselves, but they're not in there to, to help their country. They hate this country. If they didn't hate this country, why would they be gerrymandering? Why wouldn't they be offended when Donald Trump strokes the swords of dictators and protects a literal uh, king who, a king who is presiding over a literal handmaid's tale for when, he, when he lures a journalist into an embassy and dismembers him alive? The, so now we're supposed to believe that Donald Trump, because he's so, he's such a, he, he's just so good at everything, just like all the authoritarians all over the globe that are, they are aces at anything they try. Don, like, like Kim Jong-un, he, he is, he writes books on how to make films, on how to cook uh, whatever the a favorite dish, how to arrange flowers. <coughs> they know everything. You don't have to, you know, don't, wait, hold on. <coughs> See, I'm choking. I'm choking on my own self here. But you, know, you don't have to, don't worry about it. Just, just ask the dim leader what, what to do, how to behave. That's Donald Trump. He's great at everything. Everything he touches turns to gold. He's Midas, right? That's in, in his own mind. But now he's, he's practicing sp- spycraft with the the president of the Ukraine we don't have people to do that so he has to get on the phone and and talk, and this is their that this is what they're peddling and it's really kind of unbelievable how much the for instance last night i saw greg jarrett on fox news which i don't really watch fox news but i i actually worked with greg jarrett when i worked at court tv I cannot believe how, what he's become, frankly. I don't remember him being a, a, I guess I didn't know him, honestly, that well. I knew him in a work setting. He never seemed to be a douchebag, to tell you the truth, but look what he's become. I guess anybody can turn into, and I also knew Kimberly Guilfoyle, who was not, who was also not an asshole when I knew her. But I don't understand. How, I, I guess I didn't know her, though. Because what does it take to sell out your country, to sell your soul to a family of con men and grifters? I guess she wasn't that smart. Because I knew many people from working at Court TV, many anchors. I knew Nancy Grace. I knew, I'm dropping names all over here. But I'm just saying, not every one of them are turned into Trump-sucking sycophants. Really, right? For instance, Beth Karras, amazing person, great, smart, not an asshole. And, you know, believe it or not, you if I say Nancy Grace is not an asshole, believe it or not, she's really not. And she's not a, she's not a Republican either, as far as I know. Now. I don't know about now, but back then, she was not a fan. So, I don't know. Maybe she is now. Who knows? But Greg Jarrett um, was on Fox News, and they're peddling the, 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 a lie. And I know that they know better. They're saying that Joe Biden's – let me – actually, let me – I think I might have caught this. I might have grabbed it. Let me play the clip. Hold on. 
because it's it's just they that's the thing it's not that they don't know that they're lying and that's why they're fascists because they don't they would sell their own mothers to protect this con man who's destroying the country where is it do 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 boo boo do hold on talk amongst yourselves This is why I ask you to become a patron <laughs> so we can get some real freaking production value going on in here. Here we go. Nancy Pelosi misstated the law today when she said the DNI, Director of National Intelligence, shall or must hand over the complaint to Congress. That's completely wrong. Um, the whistleblower is not a whistleblower. You can't blow the whistle on the president because he's not a member of the intelligence community, and that's what the law says. Pelosi obviously either didn't read the law or she can't comprehend the law, even though she said she was an authority on it. Second of all, um, the president is duty-bound under the take-care clause of the Constitution if he knows of a potentially corrupt act by a vice president trying to extort a foreign country to shut down a probe that involves his son. He, that's a lie right there. So this is how they spin it. Just That's like bribe. just like Henry Wallace warned us about, the American fascist is best can be spotted. I, I am now paraphrasing by their deliberate perversion of truth and fact. So they take a little bit of truth and they pervert it. So they they have it completely backwards. They, weren't, they didn't want to... Joe Biden was not removing the prosecutor because he was, he was trying to investigate corruption. The fact is he wasn't. He wasn't doing his job. He wasn't going after the corruption. He was standing in the way of progress. So, and everybody knew, not just the United States. And for him, for Greg Jarrett to and all of the Fox News pundits and the Republicans to twist it when they know better. It just goes to show you exactly what we're dealing with. They are fascists. They, don't, they want to confuse their victims slash viewers. They're not there to inform. They're there to confuse and conflate and to turn their, the, their army of dupes into an aggravated mob of idiots, useful idiots. Shut down a probe that involves his son. And his son was on the board of this, of this company being investigated, but it wasn't, they, they, Biden was removing the prosecutor, or wanted, not just Biden, other uh, international entities were, were, wanted this prosecutor removed to put a prosecutor in that would investigate the corruption in the country, including the, on the, uh, the company that Joe Biden's son w was a member of. So they're, they're completely skewering it and skewing, their, the, and they're deliberately misinforming their viewers, which is so unbelievably... I mean, I want to say fucked up, but I'm trying not to curse. But what else are you going to call it? It's an attack on this country. It's a, an attack on America, on everything that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us, namely the free and fair press.
That's bribery, that's honest services fraud, and the president is duty-bound to ask that foreign country. He's not duty-bound. He's not, he's not a spy, and he's not duty-bound to send his personal flunky to twist arms to get, a, to get um, dirt on his political opponent. And, to, and especially to use the, gu- the, 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 the money that is designated from the Congress. The Congress ha- holds the purse strings. I don't know why I'm hesitating. I can't talk tonight for some reason. Investigate, produce the evidence, give it to us. If he doesn't do it, it is a dereliction of his constitutional So duty. wait a minute. What no, you're it's saying- not. It's not a dereliction to get on the phone and say, I need you to do me a favor first. Will you investi- to investigate my political opponent? He has no, he has, the only obligation he's duty bound to execute is to faithfully execute the laws of this country. And he's not doing that. And this is nothing but propaganda. We are watching fascist propaganda roll out on, an, on, on a nonstop basis. It has to stop. The only person that's talking about this, about stopping the nonstop corporate media fascist propaganda, is Bernie Sanders, but I'm just saying. Is the president had a legal responsibility yes. to ask in light of reports that Ukraine tried to influence our elections, number one, that's and right. the tape of, yeah, what happened here? Yes, and the media. On reports that the Ukraine tried to influence our elections and that Donald Trump has been doing nothing about, that the Republican Party has been doing nothing about. That's why Mitch McConnell got his moniker, Moscow Mitch. He finally released the money for election protection, supposedly. But after, what did it take? He's still Moscow Mitch. These people are traitors. Focusing on what the president of the United States didn't do and ignoring what Joe Biden admits on camera doing. Trying to help his son, essentially. He admitted it on camera because he was proud of it. He was crowing, saying, we got rid of this corrupt prosecutor so there could be some progress in Ukraine. Unbelievable. But there are... They're, they're trying to frame it as if he's, he did something nefarious when he, was, when he was doing what we once expected out of our president and vice president, that is, protecting democracy around the world. All right, that's the end of that clip. It's, I couldn't believe when I saw that, but, I mean, what, why can't I not believe it? The, the Republican Party are nothing. They're, they're the party of Trump. That's it. And they're going to go down with this ship. Thank you. Thank you, Republicans, for getting out of the way and shooting yourselves. We don't have to do it. They're, I mean, not that we don't. I'm a, let's not, let me reel that back. Yes, we have to continue to push and stay involved and not fall for their bullshit. But, you know, I'm glad that they're, they've decided to put the noose around their own necks that uh and the noose namely figuratively is donald trump they he's a con man they knew that he's a traitor they knew that when they made him their standard bearer and as rick wilson says everything that trump touches dies thank you trump 
for putting your pudgy, greedy fingers around the neck of the GOP. So Kevin McCarthy, this is, he says that Nancy Pelosi owes us, owes the American people an apology. I think at the end of the day, the speaker owes an apology to this nation, and I think it's even questioned whether she should stay in her job. Really? Be, so when you're when you when you go along with the corruption of uh, you know, I mean that's you're you're fine, but when you're when you actually want to investigate the net the the the, I mean we have websites that detail the crimes of this crime family, the crime family that committed crimes before he, 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 he squats in the White House, before he ever dreamed of running for president, for so-called president. It's unbelievable. Persecuting political opponents. Here's all the impeachable acts. Well, attacking the free press, that alone. That's the other thing. So Nancy Pelosi, this is what pissed me off the entire time she was dragging her feet, talking about that he's not worth it, he's not worth it. What about the United States? Is the United States worth it? Is the, are all those who gave their life for this thing worth it? When just him going after the press as the enemy of the people needed, needed to be addressed. These cannot go unanswered. There can't be, it can't be business as usual. I mean, what about him kissing ass on Kim Jong-un? Of all of the thugs on the planet, he's got to suck the ass of this tin pot dictator who, who presides over a, a, a country of, uh, who's starving? It's gross. It's disgusting. And gave us a real present of a comatose American citizen for who the, the, that kid committed the crime of taking a propaganda poster off the wall. That's, that was his crime, that the North Koreans decided to murder this kid. Unbelievable. Let me see. So what, what, I'm trying to find this thing, because what was great, though, today, is that the Republicans released, they accidentally released their talking points. So thank you again, Republicans. I don't know. I was thinking about this. Wouldn't it have been great if nobody said anything? Because immediately many of, de of the Democrats got on Twitter and was like, oh, thank you for releasing your talking points. But I, maybe we should have kept it under our hat because, so they could do it again. Let me see. Where is it? Where is it? I can't find it. Here we go, from the Washington Post. White House mistakenly sends Trump-Ukraine talking points to Democrats. Great. In the hours after the release Wednesday of the rough transcript of President Trump's July phone call with Ukrainian President Zelensky, the White House circulated an email which proposed talking points for Trump defenders. Unbelievable. That's great, though. So let's read some of them. Let's see. What you need to know. President Trump's call with President Zelensky. Press reports have given currency to flat-out falsehoods about the call. So this is what we will expect. The dis very disciplined fascists to go out, fan out all over the media from high and low with all this bullshit. 
The transcript clearly shows there was no quid, quid pro quo or anything else inappropriate about the conversation between Trump and Zelensky. Well, they say President Trump. I, I can't. I can't, really. If I can help, help it, I don't want to. I can't say President Trump. It's, he doesn't deserve it. It's, he didn't win. He didn't win. He received fewer votes. And he's, he is a vile disgrace to the office. If we honor him with that title, we, d- we debase ourselves. And in fact, before I go on, I, I was like, why don't we... Do we really need him? This is the other day I was thinking, why do we even need Twitler at all? He is useless. It's like the entire country... It cons- is in a, in a frenzy conspiring to pretend that we have a normal president. We all have to go through the motions of what it means to have a normal president, of, to have a leader. Like, even today, all the inconvenience of driving around, oh, I'm on my bike, you know, riding around, all these blocks are closed because to protect the con man? As long as the con man's okay, Right. We all have to scramble and pretend that he is a legitimate human being worthy of all of our attention. It's, that's what's wrong with us, honestly, and that's the rot in the system. That we, in, in spite of the fact that he is completely unfit, we have to play hail to the chief when he comes through the room, or we ha- uh, the soldiers have to salute him or whatever it may be, the Secret Service. He has to drive around in a bulletproof car because, God forbid, somebody, not you know, whatever, I'm not saying, you know what I mean, but if he get hurt. Everyone has to scramble to protect the con man. What does that say about us? That we are, That's how sick we are. That's how sick society is, and it's, that is how sick this system is. It's not, it's not Donald Trump. It's the system that allowed him to get to the point where, where he's squatting in the White House, where he walks into a room and we have to play hail to the chief. People have to stand up for him. Where they have to pretend that he's, that he's anybody that, that has any business being anywhere near the White House, that you have to run things by him, that he's going to make decisions. That fucking con man. It's, that's how sick we are. And if any, any Democratic candidate that doesn't recognize that is really not fit themselves for office. But I saw this. Where the hell is it now? You see everything. That's why I asked to become a patron. Because it helps. I had all these, um, I started to think, why don't we just get anybody in it? Like Francis, Francis Jr. Jr. would be a, a more appropriate president than Twitler. He would be, he wouldn't denigrate the office. He would be inspirational. In spite of his, his difficulties, he's, he's still a happy little kitty, right? Why don't, I would be more honored to stand up for him when he walks into a room or play hail to the chief. Not for a Twitler. Wait a minute. Of course, wait. Oh, 
Because we've had, that we have a long history of electing animals as mayors, and let me see, animals, mayors. I had this article, I, and I was thinking, why don't we just get an animal? Why don't we just get a dog in there? Like, for instance, the mayor of, well, here's Lucy Liu. Surprise, Brenneth is not the only... Oh, wait, so these, these are dogs that hold office. In November 2016, a pit bull named Brenneth Paltrow, no relation, was elected mayor of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. See, at least Kentucky does one thing right. She beat out a cat, a chicken, and a donkey. But Paltrow's political success is nothing new. Animals have been braving and, in some cases, winning... Elections for years. They also die in office a lot, just like William Henry Harrison. Now, I look back at some of the finest animal candidates. Brenneth is not the only dog to hold office. Rabbit Hash, Lucy Lou, a border collie, vacated position, the position back in November. And then there was Duke, a nine-year-old Great Pyrenees, has, was elected the ceremonial mayor of Camarant, Minnesota. No, no. How do you pronounce that? Cormorant. Cormorant, Minnesota. Not once, not twice, but three times. Voters pay $1 to cast their ballot in Cormorant's election at the annual Cormorant Days dinner celebration with proceeds funding projects within the township. Duke has won the past three elections in a landslide. And then there's Stubbs, the cat. He was. He's been the mayor of... Takanita, wait, wait, Talk and Talkatina, Alaska. I can't fucking talk. I'm sorry. I can't say words. Why am I doing a show when I can't even talk? For 15 years, Stubbs has been the mayor. And then you have the beer drinking goat, Clay Henry. He's the mayor of. Le, why don't we just have normal names? Lahita, Texas? <laughs> God damn it. And then you have a cow. In April of 2011, the cow... Uh, what's the cow's name, though? April. It says April, yes. Okay. In 2011, April, the cow won the eastbound Washington mayoral race in a special election benefiting the Orca Island's children's house. She was a write-in candidate, too. <laughs> that's good. Why not? So anyway, that's what I was thinking. Why don't we just get a, a dog in there, a cat, something worthy of our respect? Why do we have this orange, greasy, orange con man who's squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes? All of those cops today, you had to see what they did to New York City. Shutting down all the streets, cross down, the, uh, the barricades, uh, everywhere. For him, for that, that, that I, I, I want to call him a dog. But that's an offense to dogs. So anyway, here's some of, here's the Republican talking points. The transcript clearly shows there was no quid pro quo or anything else inappropriate about the conversation between President Trump and President Zelensky. Myth. The president made a mysterious 
quote, promise to Zelensky in return for Ukraine reviving an investigation relating to Joe Biden and his son. Fact, there was no such promise. The president wanted allegations of corruption politically, potentially involving an American official to be investigated. Yes, yeah, so you send Giuliani under the, under the, 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 the radar. Bullshit. You know Donald Trump knows nothing about corruption except he wants in on it. If he, if he was asking about corruption, he was like, where's my cut? So the president offered a quid pro quo related to military aid for Ukraine. Fact, there was no quid pro quo. In fact, there was no mention of the aid package. Yeah, because that's not how you talk when you're a con man and a grifter. Yeah, you don't come right out and say it. You talk in code, and, and, and that's exactly what Michael Cohen said. Trump talks in code like a, like, the, like a mafia boss, like the mob boss that he is. Let's see, transcript of Trump. Let me see. Let me see if I can find the transcript. Well, because the Republicans think that they releasing the transcript was, hey, there you go, no harm, no foul. But the transcript was even more damning. And the good news is, as I'm watching the corporate media, so I wanted, I was monitoring all different corporate media stations to see how they were framing it. Of course, Fox News is is the outlier, but most stations, most uh, CNN, MSNBC, of course, they were framing it as it's even more damning than, than of course, the, the, the Trump-pansies are letting on. Of course it is. Let me just, but here is um, Giuliani on Laura Ingram. I, I, what a, what a, an embarrassment to humanity watching these Republicans scramble to cover the ass of a con man. And Giuliani, people say, what happened to Giuliani? What happened to America's mayor? He was never America's mayor. He's always been an asshole, Giuliani. I'm, I am so embarrassed for New York City for ever electing him. People, I, I, he, he was a horror show. He's always been horrible. Please no Rudy. <laughs> I know. Isn't it terrible? Let me see. I am sorry. It's either that or Joe Biden corn pop. Here, let me talk. To, let me just play this. Hold on. Saying you muck this up, your response. Man, I really did. And you know who I did it at the request of? The State Department. I never talked to a Ukrainian official until the State Department called me and asked me to do it. And then I reported every con- What the fuck is he laughing at? That's the other thing. Why is he- <laughs> He went to the- you, you're, Are you really expecting us to believe that the State Department, they're investigating, supposedly, they were investigating this money that was set aside for Ukrainian military defense because the Russians were- are, 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 are amassing their, themselves at the border. They're threatening Ukraine, 
And we are protecting the, uh, we're helping protect the Ukrainian uh, democracy. And so there, you, you want to tell me that the State Department was like, well, get Giuliani on the fucking phone? Really? Of all the people, let's get Giuliani on this. Like, as if Donald Trump has not, has, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's the um, A1 spycraft back to them and uh, Laura I'm a pretty good lawyer just a country lawyer you're a country lawyer that's the other thing you're a douchebag you're not a country lawyer you're barely a lawyer you have one client and that client is a con man you're a con man who happened to be in New York City on September 11th that is Giuliani's claim for claim to fame he should be wearing a button that says ask me about September 11th I'm surprised I haven't heard it yet in this conversation September 11th for these Republicans, they should they they want it to be a national holiday, not for remembrance, but for for, uh, for so they can continue their grift. They built their an entire cottage industry of illegal wars and including Giuliani's grift on his security business all on September 11th on the backs of dead Americans. Of course they did. It's all here right here. Uh, the, the first call right from the State here. Department. It's like, it, this reminds me of, uh, what's, <laughs> you know, fuck, oh shit, I'm sorry. This show sucks tonight. The, you know, that one who was the, the singer who sang, uh, she was a great singer. And she died of a drug overdose. And she was a drug addict and, who bought cocaine. What's her name? And she said, I got, show me the receipts when they said, tell me what's her name, guys, on the, on the, on the feed. They said, you know, uh, we saw, we heard that you were buying cocaine. And she said, you got the receipts? As if drug dealers give out receipts. So Giuliani is showing his phone. What does that have to do with anything? So he recorded the phone call from the State Department. Is that what he's supposed to be saying? The debriefing of the state. So why are they? Why are they out to get debriefing him? Why? He's the worst. Why don't they? They might as well debrief one of those dog mayors. Story is filled with unnamed sources uh, again. I I will compliment myself because I do a pretty good job for him, and they try to destroy everybody around. Yes, because uh, such you're such a victim. They destroy. They I do a good job, and they just try to uh, destroy everyone around. That poor. Poor, misunderstood con man. That, uh, I, and here's, wait, hold on. Here's the other one. There was a longer clip. I know. Maybe I should just play corn pop again. I don't know if people know what I'm talking about. Corn pop, Joe Biden was reminiscing about his knife fight with corn pop at the pool. Back in the day, here's a here's a longer clip. I'm a pretty good lawyer, just a country lawyer, but it's all here, right here. The FBI, why task you, the personal attorney, the president, to do? That? I think that's that's a good question for a Nazi to give. That's a question that just layman was like, okay, I get it, I, that should be investigated, but why is Rudy roll, you know, running the show on that? Why isn't it FBI and just domain justice? Uh, that's a very good question. <laughs> Uh, let, me, let me think about it for a second. 
performance of this entire investigation, including up to this moment, is uh, flawed. Why am oh, I doing it? Oh, I see. It's the FBI there. That's the Republican. Uh, another thing that we have to fix for after these, we get rid of the Republican ghouls from our body politic, is they're, they're disparaging everyone, including the FBI, these hardworking people that keep us safe every single day while these grifters are running around trying to pick po our pockets and degrade the United States to drag it down to their level so they can continue to steal unabashed and without oversight. So they have to denigrate the hardworking people of the FBI who can't fight back. You don't see the FBI. Yeah, well, what are the FBI going to say? It's, oh, we, we, they're after me. I'm such a victim. It's the deep state. So we're going to send Giuliani. Figure it out. You can't figure it out? I'm his, so I, here's another thing. Let me just keep it going. Uh, because the FBI's performance since his entire investigation, including up to this moment, is uh, flawed. Wow. Why am I doing it, Laura? Can't you figure it out? I'm his defense lawyer. So there you go. They just, he just dug his, his supposed, his, his only client into a deeper hole. I'm his defense lawyer. So you're going to the Ukraine as you, as Twitler's defense lawyer to dig up dirt on his political rival. I thought you were going there as an agent of the State Department. Which is it? But we know it's nothing. It's they're lying. This is what a a lie in uh, in Giuliani's mind. He can't keep up with his own lies. His mouth can't keep up with his brain spewing out lies. I'm defending him. He's my client. So it what seems does like that have are... to do yeah. with the United States? I'm defending him. He's my client. That has nothing to do with with uh, preventing corruption in the Ukraine, supposedly. Not if you, not if you have courage. Yeah, there no. are people inside. If you're a little snivelly no, coward, they'll Rudy, beat you. hold on, hold on. Wow. Oh, my God. So let's play tough guy now because we, we tried victim. We tried I'm uh, the hero. Now let's play tough guy. There are people inside this administration. I've said this from January 5th of, oh. 20, of 2017. Oh, they are leaking. There were people at the very beginning leaking. It went rolled all the way through the deep oh. state. And a lot of their people are now put in other networks as commentators. It's absolutely reprehensible. I've never seen anything like it. But, Rudy, there's a thing in this story. I just, I, you've cleared up a lot. I think a lot of people <laughs> do follow you. Cleared every up a lot. It's as clear as mud, for Christ's sakes. You've cleared up every a lot. iteration because it's complicated to people who don't follow I know, us. It every is. Day, it is it's not, no, it's not complicated. Trump is a con man, and the Republican Party has no shame. They are scrambling to protect his ass. I don't know why. I guess they're they make a lot of bank with this con man, and they don't have much. They really have no morals. They have no scruples. Because you know, if you or I or any normal person, any true patriot who loved this country was, was tasked, was rounded up, not rounded up, that's the word, was recruited by, let's say, the Twitler administration and 
okay, they recruited you because you're great or whatever. And they, they, then they wanted you to lie and go on, go on Fox News and repeat the lie and cover the ass of an obvious criminal who hates this country, who is self-dealing, who is using the, the government of the United States as his own personal piggy bank. So you, you and I would say, I'm sorry, I'm going to be a whistleblower. That, I mean, that's the end of it. You wouldn't be part of the, the, this administration, for one thing, but you would not go along with the game, the con, the grift, like these freaks. They, it's amazing to me how they, they, they want to be viewed in the light of history, much less the present. I guess money, uh, I don't know, does money really mean that much to these people? Is it that much to, to embarrass yourself, to sell out your entire nation? To, it's not just, the, not just the government of the United States, the idea of the United States. That's what they're selling out. They are denigrating it. They're wiping their ass with it. It's important, important, it's important God, for people to get it. Thank God you cover it in a complicated yeah. way. But it's, it's important that people understand this because when they hear stuff, then they can you know, say, oh, I, yeah, I heard that spin and it's wrong. So what? Yeah, the spin that's coming out of your fascist mouth is wrong. What's the deal about this Ukrainian ambassador to the U.S.? Because part of this story, again, broke tonight, is that you were putting big pressure on her as part of this scenario, yeah, the U.S. No, ambassador, excuse me, her. U.S. I, I, US I, ambassador I, to the Ukraine, excuse look, me. Look, I, I was sitting in my office in November of 2018, and a very prominent investigator that both the gentlemen you just have on know came to me and told me there's a story about the Ukraine and what the Democrats did there that'll shock you. Oh, wow. I'm surprised these people are shocked. Frankly, this Democrats, uh, it's shocking how the Republicans continue to beat this dead horse. When, I, I mean, I'm not shocked. There's no shocking anymore. I'm just going to go to the end of this clip. See. No, hold on. We're just yep. hearing that Trump is going to be meeting with the Ukrainian uh, president oh, well, 215 tomorrow. Just, who cares, right? It's, it never stops. So in the, in the phone call, Twitter is like, I would like you to do us a favor, though. Here we go. Um, well, it's very nice of you. Here, let me just roll back. This is the transcript. You're absolutely right, Mr. President. We did win big, and we worked hard for this. This is the president of Ukraine. We worked a lot, but I would like to confess to you that I had an opportunity to learn from you. We used quite a few of your skills and knowledge and were able to use it as an example for our elections. And yes, it is true that these were unique and unique elections. We were in a unique situation that we were able to achieve a unique success. I'm able to tell you the following. The first time you called me to congratulate me when I won my presidential election, and the second time you are now calling me when my party won the parliamentary election, I think I should run more often so you can call me more often and we can talk on the phone more often. Well, yeah, it's always about sucking Donald Trump's ass. So Trump laughs. That's a very good idea. I think your country is very happy about that. Well, yes, to tell you the truth, we were trying to work hard because we wanted to drain the swamp here in our country. We brought in many, many new people. Not, old, not the old politicians, not the typical politicians, because we wanted a new format and a new type of government. You are a great teacher for us. 
oh, I'm sorry, honey. No, Twiddler's not a great teacher for a new type of government. He's a standard bearer for a very old type of government, a, an ancient form of government where the rich run and rule everything, and they all pretend to be for the people. They're always about the people. This is not a new government. It's a real, it's, a, it's such an old government that the founders fought a revolution against it. So, well, it's very nice of you to say that. I will, I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. Here it comes. We spend a lot of effort and are a lot of time, much more than the European countries are doing, and they should be helping way more than they are. Germany does almost nothing for you. This is all lies as well. That the, the fact is the entire European coalition, uh, including Germany, England, all of our allies or our normal allies, they, they give money. They fund Ukraine. So he's full of shit. In fact, the United States, the, as far as the amount of money going to Ukraine for, to fund their, their, uh, their defense— is uh, the United States is not number one on the list. It, the United States is number two. So he's just, a, he's lying. And that's what really drives me insane when I watch the corporate media and they, they prop a camera in front of Twitler and, and just let it roll. And th that's, the, and he just spews out his lies. And they don't, nobody jumps in to correct it. They don't come back and they say, well, that was President Trump complaining or whatever his statement on the, the transcript or the Nancy Pelosi impeaching him or whatever but in that statement whatever he was saying is a fire hose of lies that does nothing it does nothing for, to prop a camera in front of him and allow allow him to spew his lies in the airways unchecked but that's what they do that's what the corporate media does and it's uh, it's malpractice frankly Germany almost does almost nothing for you, and all they do is talk, and I think it's something that you should really ask them about. When I was speaking to Angela Merkel, she talks Ukraine, but she does nothing. A lot of the European countries are the same way, so I think it's something you want to look, look at, but the United States has been very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say it's reciprocal necessarily because things are happening that are not good, but the United States has been very good. Like, shut up, you two-year-old. You are mind-numbing with this 12-year-old voc uh, vocabulary of a 12-year-old. It's very good. We're very good. You know, you're not good. They're good. Angela Merkel's not good. I'm good. We are. And who is he to speak for this country. That's the other thing. Have we had enough of a con man speaking for this country? Can we, for, can we pretend? Can we get this game over with already? Stop pretending that we have a legitimate president? I don't give a shit. And if the Republicans, if the Trump and Z, the MAGA hats, the, the, the morons, if they don't like it, that the entire world looks at this moron, oh, oh, the entire thinking world, the normal society, the people, that we the people who are capable of functioning in a free democratic society, a diverse nation, you know, that these Republicans can only pretend to love. If they don't like it, 
then get then secede already. Honestly, I I I had another vision besides the applause of the next president of the United States at the UN, and uh, <clears throat> my another vision I had was that uh, the um, what was I gonna say? <laughs> this sucks, man. What I it, it was right on the other vision was I can't remember. I'll have to come back to it. I'm really sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm very tired. Guys, <clears throat> hold on. You don't know. I mean, this is why I ask you <laughs> to become a patron. I, I, I don't get a lot of sleep, I have to tell you, because I work a lot. And then I do the show. So anyway, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you. But all right. Actually, let's see. Yes, you are absolutely right. Not only 100%, but actually 1,000%. This is Zelensky. Okay, they are not enforcing sanctions. Let's just get through it. Much more than European Union, especially. We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next steps, specifically ready to buy more javelins from the United States. So, yeah, they're ready to buy, because the United States is the number one arms dealer. So Trump goes, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot, and Ukraine knows about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say crowd strike, dot, dot, dot. What are these dot, dot, dots? That's the other thing. What's missing? Because this transcript, we have to pretend that the White House released a transcript that was accurate. We know that the that the right house, the White House, the right house, the right wing house alters transcripts. That's a fact. They actually alter many transcripts that don't look flattering for the for the president, for the so-called president. Let me see. Altered White House transcript. I'm trying to think what was that other vision I had? It's really annoying me now, but it was good. When I, when I stop thinking about it, it'll come back. Uh-oh, here comes Tara Jr. Jr. <laughs> Get over here, then. If you're going to come over here, just come over. Sit. White House... Oh, yeah, here we go. There's ma If you just Google White House alters transcripts. Yes, I know. What's going on? How's it going? The White House was caught on camera telling a reporter she never thinks. They, they removed that from the official transcript. Uh, there's supposed to be official transcripts for history. So when future generations look back at this monstrosity, they're going to have an accurate image, an, actu an accurate picture. But that not, not with this fascist right-wing authoritarian uh, you know, danger to democracy. It's it, that alone, altering transcripts. Don't you think that's enough to impeach these people? It's abuse of power. All of it. Everything that the, that the Republicans do to cover his ass as well. I don't know how any of the American people vote for these people. That's what's so depressing when you think about it. I know they live in Kentucky and shit, but come on. At least you were smart enough to elect a mayor who was a dog. Why do you have to elect a con man? 
Are you that stupid? Really? <laughs> I mean, you showed a lot of wisdom, at least, electing a, a, a canine mayor. Why would you think a con man who received fewer votes really is working for you? Anyway, I'm looking at the time. I can't believe it. It's getting late. The other thing, besides the transcript, you don't really need me to read this transcript because I don't, I'm not reading it very well anyway. But the other thing I saw this week that I wanted to talk about, and we'll, who knows what's going to happen in the next few days in general. So I was going to say, maybe I'll save it for Saturday, but... God knows what, what will happen by, by the time it hits Saturday. Will we still be here? Oh, my God. I can't believe you. George Allen. I, I'm just looking on the Super Chat. Thank you for your donations, George, on Super Chat. Even though this show sucks. I appreciate it. I feel like this show sucks tonight. I'm, pro I'm just tired. Wow. <laughs> thank you so much that means a lot when I see that because I'm like in my mind I'm thinking oh I'm very I'm ve I'm being very self-critical in my head like nobody likes my show I suck that's the that's probably why I'm getting I'm overthinking my myself right now and it's getting me anxious and it comes out you know what I mean you start your self-critical voice starts talking and it's never on my side <laughs> that critical voice i usually have to call a friend or whatever phone a friend and get talked down you're like no you can't really listen to that voice and it take it took so it takes a long time tooks it took see what i'm saying it took so long times to not listen, to understand, actually, that it is a, it is a critical voice that I need to, that is not a, um, it's not, it's, well, how am I going to put this? That I have more control over than I think. You know what I mean? I had to really brainwash myself as far as, uh, being, as far as self-esteem. You know what I mean? Because growing up, I had, I was very, I had low self-esteem and many, many, I could talk more about it, but, and depression, suffering with depression. And I started to, I had an epiphany, but it was only through recovery that allowed me to understand that I, that everything is a choice. Do you know what I mean? One day at a time. That's a choice. So I had a choice. Finally, I had a choice again. Not to not to use drugs a day at a time. Not to drink. To stay sober a day at a time. I finally had a choice to do that. Because for many years, it wasn't a choice. I had to use. I had to get high. It was That was my a way of being. You know what I mean? When you're an addict, that's the way it is. So when I had that choice, I realized... This is through recovery. That, that's the that's not the that's not the end of the choices. Everything is a choice. Whether I'm, 
And I'm not saying, I know people suffer from depression. I do too. But I had to get to the, I really had an epiphany that I had to stop listening to the negativity. It's almost, and it is like a brainwashing in a way. It's, I think it's, they have a word for it. It's cognitive, um, something behavioral, something cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy or something like that, where you consciously, I, I, that's what I had to do. I had to consciously make a choice to not allow myself or not go down the road with, with that thought. You know what I mean? So I would be, I wouldn't, sometimes I would wake up in the morning and be like, oh, I'm depressed today. And then it would, I, that would be, that would paint, taint the whole day. But then I, it was over time, I was just sick of feeling like shit all the time. So I had, I really came to the realization through with a lot of help with therapy and people in the rooms and, and friends that. I had to choose happiness, too. You know what I mean? So as frustrating as things are. And I also do other things, like I chant nam myoho renge with the, my Buddhist organization. That helps. And why am I getting so personal? <laughs> why not? Why, why else would you want to listen to this shit, right? That, that's part of the, the reason I do the show, because I, I enjoy connecting with people. And this is a great way to meet people that we're all in this together. And I, I really believe that. We, we stick together, we win. That's the only way we're going to win. That's the only way we ever win. And it, regardless, even if you have a great victory in your own life, in your personal life, I guarantee you didn't do it alone. We're in this together. There are people supporting you. And cheering you on the on your way, Either, whether it's just uh, your mom saying you can do it or a friend. So, all right. But and speaking of the other thing, so we all suffer from. We're all human beings. That's the other thing that I I hate about Republicans, besides everything else. Everything else is that they they're so they they dehumanize us by their their mockery of of human beings in in the uh in our conditions oh snowflakes that here's the other thing i i got a tweet uh, the other day some one of these right wingers it doesn't matter it doesn't really bother me tweeted at me or whatever however you call it and uh whatever they said it was uh oh uh, make a liberal cry vote 2020 make a liberal cry so and i i was thinking like that's your motivation. Vote 2020. Make a liberal cry. That's so, yeah. God damn it. We cry. Who gives? Like, so do you, asshole. And we cry. Of course we cry. Oh, patriots do cry when we see what you freaks are doing to this country. We cry. I cry for all of the the veterans that died. When I ride my bike in Calvary Cemetery and I see. The, the Civil War graves, I think of those who gave their life for this union for, so you, you, could, you could spit on it, you can wipe your ass with it, and then say, oh, Snowflake, go cry. Yeah, you're goddamn right. I cry. I cry thinking of those poor souls who, who died young. 
20-year-olds, 22-year-olds, 18-year-olds. For you, for you, you freaks. But that, that's the whole thing. They're, they don't, they are not human. They don't embrace the humanity. And that's the only reason we get together in a government is to, to bring out the best in each other, hopefully. That's why these authoritarians are such bullshit. Because they are, they, they denigrate humanity. They're cowards. They can't live in, a, in, in true humanity because they're fearful. And they, and, and it's, a, it's just a shame. And it's not okay, honestly, to have, uh, why are we in bed with Sa- the Saudis, for, frankly? It's okay that they, that they oppress women? That they, what they do to the, the population? That's okay? No. So, I, I, that's why the Republicans are, there. they will lose, they know they will lose, and they're weak. Because these are the weakest of creatures who, who, oh, um, they're just bullies, too. Oh, go cry. Make a liberal cry. As if that is the reason to vote for a con man. That's a reason to, to sell your entire country out to a, a, a family of grifters. Because you want to make a liberal cry? And that goes to show me, uh, once again, that Republicans are not f- fit. They are uh, fundamentally, emotionally unfit to, to function in a free democratic society. Much, I mean, much less hold leadership positions in a modern society. Because if that's your motivation, make a liberal cry. It is, you're not a patriot because I don't want to make you cry. I want to help you. I want you to have a fucking education. I want you to have health care. I would like you to have a social safety net and a living wage. That's my motivation, not make a conservative cry. Really. I'm not about, uh, that's, uh, that's what you could say about liberals, normal people. We're here trying to make the world safe for democracy, to have a sustainable planet, a living planet that we can all live on uh, safely together. But, you know, so you can have a living wage, so you can have, so you could be treated decently by your employer. So if you, and if you are fortunate enough to be a rich person that you understand that you owe uh, a you know you owe your community that we're all in this together that's what it means to be a normal person to be a patriot and if you're if you're running around on the internet saying make a liberal cry trump 2020 then that goes to show me that you hate america that you're not a patriot you're nothing but a you're a fascist you're you're an authoritarian ass licker so, it is. And, and so, the other thing I saw this week was, of course, uh, at the UN, the, the Greta, the, that young woman who is amazing, who, at, the, at the climate, what's her name? Greta Thunberg? Thunberg? I'm sorry. I can't, you know, I can't talk. Thun, Thunberg. 
Greta Thunberg. But these freaks, these effing, disgusting Republicans attacking a young woman for caring, for giving a shit, for trying to wake up the morons. And I don't know if you saw, here's, here's one of the most appalling things I saw, but I was glad that the, the guy, his name is Michael Knowles. He's, he attacked Greta Thunberg on Fox, of course. And, um, he was, he got some immediate pushback. Rebels swarmed the streets in an effort to bring about a, quote, gridlocked standstill. The shutdown D.C. movement, part of a global strike in more than 150 oh, countries to push governments. I think I had, I think I have the wrong one. Wait, wait, is this the right one? Oh, no, yes, that's it. Sorry, I'll play it. Down D.C. movement, part of a global strike in more than 150 countries to push governments into action on climate change and for individuals who want to help save the planet. A Bloomberg editorial suggests meatless Mondays, quote, cattle are responsible for vast... Yeah, mock it. You see, you hear the, the, the tone in her voice? Meatless Mondays. Yeah, why, why would you fucking pluck a hair to do anything? To, to help your planet. You know, we don't expect that from you, Republicans. We know that you won't do anything but use America the Beautiful as a toilet. So we're not really talking to you. We're, we're evolving without you as usual. More emissions than chickens and pigs in part because their digestive systems produce methane, a potent greenhouse gas, end quote. Michael Knowles, host of The Michael Knowles Show at the Daily Wire, and Chris Hahn. And you see how, here's another example, of Republicans, of Fox News, elevating the podcasters. You, know, you don't see that on our side. You don't see the MSNBC crowd, you know, calling me up for, for my opinion. As former aide to Senator Chuck Schumer and a syndicated radio host. Michael, I'll start with you for just quick reactions. Ironically, there was a study that came out of Carnegie Mellon University in 2015, which showed that meatless diets are actually far worse for the environment than the regular meat-filled diets. They increase. Of course, the, here's another example of Republicans skewing and twisting a, a, something into to fit their ideology, just like Bush fixed the facts around the policy. But emissions, they increase energy I'll use, they increase in water use. But none of that matters because the climate hysteria movement is not about science. If it were about science, it would be led by scientists rather than by politicians and a mentally ill Swedish child who is being exploited by her parents <laughs> and by the international left. You. So what you're seeing here is a political movement and a religious movement, and it's uh, fulfilling religious and political goals of the left, but it isn't doing very much for science. Chris, you had a visceral reaction to that. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, you're a grown man and you're attacking a child. Shame on you. She's trying I'm to not, do I'm what you think is, left is right. And by the way, now, right, relax, skinny boy. <laughs> I got this, okay? You're attacking a child. You're a grown man. Have some coup. I'm not. I'm attacking okay, the left for exploiting a mentally uh, maybe on, ill child. Maybe on, your, maybe on your podcast, you get away and say whatever you want because nobody's listening. You're on national television. Be a grown-up when you're talking about children. She's trying to save the planet because your president doesn't believe in climate change. And kids need to take to the streets to worry about their future. You are despicable for talking to her about her like that. And you should apologize on national television right now. 
I think the, the international left and her parents who are exploiting a girl with many mental illnesses. You called her, her mentally, Ill. mentally ill. Take it back now. She is Take mentally ill. Take it back now. She is mentally ill. She has Take autism. She has obsessive compulsive disorder. She has selective you mutism. Are, she had you depression. You are despicable. Her mother wrote you about this despicable. in a book. You can, you can unveil all you want, but unfortunately you don't have many You're facts despicable. on your side of You're yours. despicable. You're right. a grown-up. Be a grown-up. Let's change gears. I mean, what a what a disgusting human being. She's got obsessive-compulsive disorder. She's got autism. She's got depression. Well, what the fuck does you th- does he have? She's courageous to come out and talk about who who she is, to live an authentic life, to say this is me. Here I am. And for him to exploit it, because in their mind, you have to pretend. You got uh, you got a front, like Donald Trump. Like, oh, everything I touch turns to gold, right? Look at me. Even, I even have a gold-plated toilet. When he's a loser, a con man, the most tediously boring, uh, t- sorry, tiny little, tiny little obsessed, the, a, a, a snowflake. So and you can't I mean he is the the most pathetic human being so fragile he can't even he can't let it go he can't let anything go that's not the mark of someone who is mentally stable who's secure so as far as this liar he's talking about this study in fact there is a study saying that you know, eating vegetables is is worse for the planet and there you go is another example of Republicans taking something and, and, and taking it out of context and twisting it to fit their ideology. But there was a because there was a study that said that there was uh, that that, you know, what that guy said. So anyway, here, I'm just trying to find the. The update to it. Uh, well, in fact, wait, hold on, guys. I just had the fucking thing open. <clears throat> what base? Let me play this other thing while I'm looking for this. Here's uh, Laura Ingram attacking Greta Thunberg. And if you choose to fail us, I say we will never forgive you. We will not let you get away with this. The world is waking up, and change is coming, whether you like it or not. Anyone else find that chilling? A time of tribulation has come. A test is at hand. The final test. I can't wait for Stephen King's sequel, Children of the Climate. Oh, my God. Isn't that awful? And then Dinesh D'Souza, D'Souza, whatever the hell his name, and he he compared her to... Uh, a Nazi saying that here it is. It, well, he on Twitter. I took a screenshot of it. Children, notably Nordic white girls with braids and red cheeks, were often used in Nazi propaganda, an old Goebbels technique, because she has pigtails. Looks like today's progressive left are still leaning its ga- is still learning its game from the earlier left of the 30s. Of course, there's so many things wrong with what that asshole said. The left of the 30s are not Nazis. That's the right asshole. But here we go again the, with this liberal fascism. That's what, uh, because they can't, 
They can't abide who the fuck they are. They know what they are. They know that they are the heirs to Goebbels and Hitler. No one on the left is talking about fake news, but the, but the right-wingers. No one on the left is getting on a 24-7 a propaganda channel and twisting, deliberately perverting truth and fact to, to suit their nefarious, anti-life, America-hating agenda. Because what's the end game here? It is more concentrated wealth. It is less people having access to, to a, a living wage or having health care or even being able to live on an inhabitable planet. These Republicans are a, a danger to this earth. And they have no, um, they really have no, no dignity. They, there is no low, too low for them to go. It's amazing. It really is. Fox News, desk, oh, so now Fox News said that uh, they won't have this guy back. But as I was on Twitter wa- watching the, this unfold, because there was a lot of pushback from the normal humanity uh, the, against this asshole, there were also Trump and Z's piping in saying, well, he's right. He speaks the truth, and now he's getting silenced. Because that's what the Republicans, that's they, their victim act. They, they cry because when they go online and they say, and they, they spread their hate and misinformation, their lies, and, and, their, and they spread their propaganda, they get, and, and let's say the social media platforms, whatever, put them in timeout, say they violated standards, or, or they even lose their platforms, they're all being, uh, according to Trump and the Republicans, they're being silenced. It's the right-wingers are being silenced. But the fact is, no, you're not being silenced. You're being a Nazi, and we don't want to hear that shit. We can have no tolerance of, of intolerance. There is no, that's, when I hear these Republicans, they're always like, oh, I thought that the, I thought that Republic, I mean, I thought that Democrats were so tolerant uh, it's the the fact is if you don't if you cannot tolerate intolerance because if you tolerate intolerance the you'll end up with a fascist society so you have to fight fight back and that's why you cannot you have to be intolerant you have to as I was saying in the beginning of the show you have to attack these people you have to shame them I mean I'm not saying physically attack them but you have to shame them. You have to say you're not welcome in this, you're not welcome in decent society. You're not, we're watching you. We don't approve of you. The, and as I always say, there is uh, something to be said for public shaming. It, uh, there is a reason we feel shame. If you're a normal functioning adult, it's the same thing. There's a reason we feel empathy. Because the goddess of nature, who, uh, who put us to, who made human beings or whatever, right? Not, uh, not the man on the cloud that makes a list of who's naughty and who's nice and, does, and wants to keep track of everybody's peepees. The, the goddess of nature made humanity with empathy for a reason. So we, because oh, oh, we're in this together. We feel for other people. We, because as a, as a species, we thrive together. You know, we can survive alone, but we thrive together. 
That's why having a sociopath, that's, as a president, so-called president, on top of it, is not, uh, is not conducive to a functioning civilization. It's, we, should be, we should have a sense of self-preservation and get rid of these people. Having a sociopath or sociopathy in general is an aberration. So... Not, you don't put a sociopath in charge of your of your civilization, and and look at well, look look at what we have. <sighs> and that what's so what is the worst part of of living during this administration's reign is listening to the incessant lies and the the whining of. Saying, oh, they're, what they're doing is just trying to make, uh, make America great. And they're being picked on by the deep state. Everyone is picking on them. That's the worst part. Unbelievable, right? Anyway, these people are... Uh, and to attack a child... Be, you know why they attack her? Because she's successful. So she should consider that a mark of a, a badge of honor. She, she should consider it the, the mark that she's doing it correctly. That she's, on, that she's making a change. And I, the other day I saw somebody actually, uh, you know, in one of these Twitter... When they were... When people were were, um, what do you call it, attacking <laughs> or going after Laura Ingram and all these other right-wingers for calling Greta Thunberg a Nazi. They, there were other people coming to, uh, you know, like jumping on the bandwagon saying, oh, look, here's a picture of Greta Thunberg eating. She was eating something, and uh, there was a plastic wrapper near her. And they were like, oh, look, plastic is so bad. See, that's what they do. Here's their argument by anecdote again, where we're, it's like, what's his name? Uh, Al Gore flies on a plane, so we all, we can't do anything about climate change because Al Gore flies in a plane. You see what I'm saying? So let's all go to hell to spite Al Gore. Make Al Gore cry. Climate change 2020. Make the planet uninhabitable because Al Gore flies in a plane. And suddenly, so, uh, so that's what they're doing to Greta Thunberg. So she tries as much as she can, despite the fact that she lives in this world. You know, we have to live in the world. And it's, it's a false argument to say, because you live in the world and have to partake of some of its, uh, of, of the abhorrence of the world, that you can't have a desire to improve it. And for them to point out, oh, you're a hypocrite because you fly in a plane or whatever you, you do. We, have to, we are creatures of this world. And it's just another excuse for Republicans to not give a shit about anybody else but themselves. And now suddenly they're all the, they, this is what they're saying about Greta Thunberg. Oh, the left is following this child and not the scientists as if the Republicans give a shit about science. We've, we've known for 30 years of the science of climate change, and they've been denying it. So now suddenly they're like, oh, let's listen to the scientists? They, it's another excuse. 
the the only thing we can do that's why the republicans i mean the democratic leadership the dlcers i'm tired of them talking about let's reach across the aisle let's become like uh, let's be moderate let's be like them let's give them something that they can vote for forget about it these are we have to evolve without them they're not capable they're not capable of functioning in this society so you don't uh, i mean that's why this this show is not about reaching out to republicans what am i tr- if they stumble upon this show and they want to stick around fine but maybe you'll learn something but i i suspect they have other plans but it's i i have no time to to debate them and try to convince them if they're not convinced already then enough forget about it we have to continue to evolve without them and if they want to get aboard, they get aboard. Otherwise, they have to be dragged kicking and screaming, as they always have throughout history. We've had to drag conservatives kicking and screaming into, into, more, into, uh, what's, into modernity. That's why that whole thing about um, the, I mean, you can really, Freud would have a field day. That, that, that popular series of books called Left Behind, that that's their fantasy that and it's an anxiety as because they really fear being left behind they know they're being left behind but in this this fantasy novel we they get we get left behind because they all fly up to jesus and i wish they would frankly i wish they would rapture the hell out of here but that's their way of of kind of um it's a catharsis to relieve their anxiety that's why that that whole series of books was very popular with the right wing because ironically they understand that they are being left behind that's why they're always so touchy oh uh, liberals telling us what to do what to eat what to whatever you know but the fact is they they are left behind they 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 refuse to to come with us they're too fearful they're they and so instead they'll dig their heels in and as if um, and and try to proclaim their you know the hill they're gonna die on supposedly you know what I mean uh, metaphorically speaking as uh, as a superior place I don't know I'm trying to think of the right word but it's they they try to present their inaction their inability to 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 really to embrace science their inner their unwillingness to do anything about the problems we face as some kind of superior moral position and it's not so we have to leave them behind because they're not there's no convincing them it's they, if they haven't been convinced yet we we're still listening to them go on about the science now, all of a sudden the science, when 90, 99% of climate scientists who aren't bought by the oil industry understand that we have, we are, we are, that human beings are infecting the climate and we're in trouble. Now we have 10 years to do something about it. And this young woman has the courage of her convictions to stand up to do something about it. And her, whatever, her mental illnesses. If she's not mentally ill, I'd say there's something wrong with her. She's not depressed. Of course she's depressed. 
Look around. Look at what she sees. But instead, she turns that depression into action. And that's something to be commended. And these Republicans know that they could, they're not fit to, to, to wipe this young woman's whatever. No, no, I don't want to say because she's a young woman. But they're not fit to, to, to lick her boots. So they have to attack her. And, and in the most inane ways, to compare her to a, a Nazi because she's wearing pigtails? It's unreal. But it's not unreal. And, and to say that, oh, uh, let's mock somebody with depression or let's mock, especially a young woman, a young girl. That's when Republicans really honestly get the help you so desperately need. If only they got help. If only they were capable of recognizing their depression instead of just shoving the, uh, dead carcasses in their mouths without thinking. That's what they do. They don't, they don't get help. They, don't, they, don't, they, they inflict their manias on the world. Like, oh, make a liberal cry. As if they think that making a liberal cry is a substitute for actual in, in, effective change. Th and that's the world you want to live in, Republicans? Then please secede. That's really, that's the world? Oh, look, look, I win. What do you win? <clears throat> These Republicans, then what are they winning? They have a con man in, this, in the Oval Office who is funneling more money to the top. What are they winning? They have a Supreme Court justice who uh, is a sexual predator who, who when... Um, I mean, what is he doing? I guess uh, he's all about Jesus. That's what they think they're winning? Oh, brother... Anyway, it's I can't believe it's almost 10 o'clock. All right. Thank you, everyone. I'm just going to start wrapping it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry the show sucked. I hope it didn't suck that bad. I need to get to bed. I need some rest. But I want to thank everybody for your support and hanging out with me in spite of everything. <laughs> And, you know, I don't have to make this show two hours, so I should probably just end it. End the show, not, not end it. I don't know. And if you're a nice um, lesbian who lives in Ireland, drop me a line. Get me the hell out of here. Maybe I'll come and look on a, sit on a mountain or something. Sit on a white cliff or something. Spend my final days in a sane, civilized society. I don't know. I keep talking about it. I got to do something. All right, listen. <laughs> As I always say, we stick together. We win, and we will win. And, you know, we just have to keep evolving without them. As, and don't let them have power. That's the sign of a civilized nation. You don't let the freaks have power. And I want to thank everyone for hanging out and 
for supporting the show, really. It means the world to me. As I always say, we stick together, we win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thanks for listening to my bullshit, listening to my my therapy. This is therapy for the resistance, so I appreciate it. I appreciate you getting me through another day. I will see you on Saturday. <laughs>